Simplified Chaos, episode 87. Life is beautiful and full of chaos. And it can get slightly out of hand if that shit's not tamed. We're here to share how to simplify the little things to help you lead a more intentional life. This is Simplified Chaos. friends welcome to simplify chaos this is jillian one of your hosts and i'm with my husband and co-host nicholas what's going on folks hope you all are having a wonderful week we have got another great episode here for you today on simplified chaos jilly what are we diving into well nick on simplified chaos we are going to dive into our goal setting check-in goal setting check-in this should be an interesting episode we talked about goal setting way back in January. Episode 55, oh. to be exact, it was titled Simplifying Goal Setting. That might be a good precursor for uh, this episode. So if you're curious to see where we started and where we're at, go ahead and check out episode 55. We'll link that in the show notes. But before we get into where we're at with our goals, Jilly, how about we show a little gratitude? What are you grateful for today? Oh man, so much to be grateful for, but... Usually, whatever my gratitude segment is, it's it literally happens moments before we get on here just because I feel like my brain doesn't remember everything. <laughs> um, and I am just grateful for having the time and energy to be and spend with Lucille. Yeah. I feel very grateful for our situation that I am, I have started back virtual teaching or distant teaching, learning, whatever you want to call it. And I like virtual teaching. Yes. And it, you know, anytime I get frustrated or overwhelmed or just think like, oh, like this situation sucks. I'm like, I get to take breaks and play with Lucille. I get to go downstairs and get a hug whenever I want to. That's right. And that doesn't happen when I was at school and almost an hour away. And, you know, right before we uh, put her to bed, she's just like blowing raspberries in my belly button, <laughs> making like m- the most epic fart noises. Yeah. And then she was putting me to shame because I can't even do that. <laughs> yeah. Trying to teach Nick how to do it. And Nick was just making these not the best fart noises. Sounded like silent farts. Yeah. Like, <laughs> she was like, no, 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 Papa. Yeah. Like this. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's what I'm grateful for today. Having time and energy to be with her. That's awesome. What about you? It. Timely storms. Tell me more. Yeah. So on Sunday nights, I play softball. And this past Sunday, my games were the late games. So we play either at 6 o'clock and 7 o'clock or we played 8.15 and 9.15. So we had the 8.15 and 9.15 games this week. And there was a huge storm that rolled through. And it was a perfect timing because it was like 15 minutes before... I would normally leave for that game. I got an email from the league commissioner just saying games are canceled. So instead of me driving 30 minutes to the fields and just to have the rain come at a, at a different time, if we just started the game and then it poured, um, they would probably send us home. So I'm just grateful that we had a timely storm and I was able to spend some more time with you all. We had a nice little Sunday evening. You had just gotten back from a trip. So it was good to be able to to hang out with you instead of having to leave and go play softball. Even though I do love it, I do love playing with these guys. It was 
It was nice to be able to hang out with you. So thank you, Timely Rain. Yeah. See what I mean? That's something else to be grateful for. The ladies this past weekend, our bachelorette shindig, shenanigans, that was really cool. And then just grateful for you watching Lucille so we could go off and do that. So, so many things to squeeze yeah, in to yeah. this gratitude segment. But we're, yeah. uh, we're, the, the wedding is upon us. Yes, my sister will be getting married September 18th. 18th, yeah. It's crawling. It's, it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> it's coming soon. Yeah. We've, we've had a lot of activities going on in the last couple of months because of that. But uh, yeah. that's for another topic. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Jilly. We wanted to dive into our goal status update. Yes. Uh, almost nine months later. Good God, it's almost September. <laughs> I know. So it occurred to me that, you know, we talked about these planners that we bought um, in January and we recorded an episode about it, how much that I was excited about using it. Because for me, I think it simplified just where to write down your goals and then this planner integrates like questions to help you reflect on things and to help you celebrate things and to plan your week out. And I was never a planner, never a goal setter, like formal goal setter and actually wrote it down in one place. And this thing like kind of simplified that chaos around, you know, being intentional with my life and, you know, looking at all areas versus just maybe my personal life or just my professional life. I could write down everything in there, like marriage goals, professional goals, you know, hobby goals, Lucille goals. So mm-hmm. I was really excited to use this planner and I thought it'd be fun to kind of check in with each other because honestly, we have not talked about this planner. Since, uh, yeah, for a while. For a while. Yeah. Like we, I, we kind of were doing our own thing. Or not doing her own thing? I'm not sure. Are you looking at me? <laughs> so first, Damn it. maybe we can start off by, I guess, the frequency on using it. Sure. I'll start. Okay. Yeah. So in the beginning, in January, we got these planners. I was really excited about them and I was using it every day. And so just to kind of give you uh, a little bit of background... The planners have, it's broken down. First, you look at your month, you write your goals for the month, and then it's broken down by week. So you have your calendar for the month, your goals for the month, and it'll ask you questions about what you will want to accomplish. Then it'll do it on a weekly basis and and it'll challenge you for different goals on a weekly basis. Then it gives you your weekly calendar outlook so that you can write your events in there. Um, and then, it, you know, you have like a checklist, like, did you review your yearly goals? Did you review your monthly goals? Did you, re- you know, are you meeting your weekly goals? So there's a lot of uh, information to fill out. And the first three months I was on a roll and I'm just kind of looking through this. And the last event that I wrote before I picked it back up again uh, was Lorraine when we took our trip out to Lorraine to see where your sister was getting married. And that was basically the weekend that COVID COVID really hit and we were starting to work from home. And I just, I don't know, I I guess for a while I got into a slump where I was just like, okay, this is completely new to me. I don't even know what to do. I, I just stopped and didn't pick it back up for probably three or four months. Like it was, it was quite a while. Um, so yeah, I, I just, it threw me off. It, it absolutely threw me off and I got off my game and I'm, I'm kind of looking back at things and 
Um, you know, looking at my my yearly goals and some of them just can't happen because of the state that we're in right now. But other times, other goals can still happen uh, and I need to make them happen. So this is actually a good check in point for me right now. What about you? So I think I may I've been surprisingly very consistent using it. Yeah, I, I think I only missed maybe two weeks uh, and I've loved, loved using it. I've realized a lot of things using it, um, just the benefits about it. Like for me, I think it's extremely difficult for me to be intentional about my life if I don't write down what I want in words. Mm-hmm. I can see I did some there's something about writing it down that just puts it in motion automatically. It's like it's into the universe, which means I have to put it in motion. Like I have to be taking action. And I've been really enjoying seeing all of these tiny small steps that I've been doing every week and looking back and just seeing like I took it one week at a time and there were like these tiny, tiny, tiny baby steps. And now I'm looking back at my yearly goals and I I can check some of them off. I'm not a huge like I need to check things off, but it's really cool to look back because in the beginning of the planner, you set year goals. Like what are your intentions for the year? And I was going to read some of them out sure. just to, to show you just to see. So my yearly goals were to travel every month with the family. Now, obviously, that's <laughs> been kind of weird because of COVID. But any chance we get, I mean, we have been planning getaways, so we've we've kind of still. It's looked a little different than what yeah. we pictured it. You know, we were thinking of traveling to Colorado, and we were going to travel to. Well, Arizona kind of came up during COVID because we we're like we can get out there cheap. But you know, I think at the beginning of the year we had the West Coast in mind. We were thinking more along the lines of Oregon. So. The destinations have changed, but we've still done a good job of traveling and and going to new places and, yeah, exploring. They've just been a little bit more local, which has been really cool. Um, Another goal I had was just building my brand. So for my business, The Clean and Simple Life, I just wanted to keep building that. Um, Another goal I had was to create a service or product to help others simplify to be happier, which to me was a huge goal when I wrote that down. Like, that was a scary goal. I'm like... Um, another one was to invest in myself and in the podcast. Um, another goal was to spend less on things and to, and more on experiences. Another goal was to accomplish weekly and my monthly goals. And then my last goal was to connect with like-minded people. I think you're doing really well with all of those. Surpri- I'm keeping to see it surprisingly because I'm telling you, like I was never a goal setter who wrote in planners and did all this stuff. Or if I did, I was very similar to you, kind of like you where mm-hmm. I would start and get excited and then I would just fall out. But it's pretty cool to see the effects of me actually being consistent with this and actually seeing that I can check a lot of these goals off because I was intentional every week with what I wanted to get done or what I wanted to spend my time and energy on. So um, I find that this planner has kind of helped me be less stressed about the weeks because I write it down like what I want to accomplish before. Um, I feel like I'm less scatterbrained, which is a great (laughs) thing because I feel like mom brain is such a thing and it's still a thing. And it's easy for me to get overwhelmed with 
everything going on in our life between home, work, professional goals, personal goals. Um, I mean, I don't have any to-do list anymore, like scattered everywhere. I think before I was like a post-it note person where I'd be like, yeah. oh, I need to get this done. <laughs> You'd but, write stuff back on the back of envelopes. Yes. And now it's like every, junk mail. everything is in here. It's it's in one spot, which is so cool that I'm I'm very organized. Like I, I'm not that I'm not usually organized, but I feel like it's usually like chaotic organization mm-hmm. where it's like I know where things are, but maybe nobody else can find it. But I feel like I've kind of grown in the organization department when it comes to like getting shit done and just being really intentional with what I want out of life. So it's I'm going to give myself a pat on the back because I'm feeling pretty excited about this. Just reflecting on it now. Do you feel like this is like almost a living journal for you as well? Not on top of a goal setter, but looking back and being able to to reflect on the things like you might not write down your reflections, but does it give you that kind of feeling that it's almost like a journal for you? Oh, 100 percent. And I actually wrote that down in my reflections that I feel like I can actually look back and see my progressions and see what I was grateful for. Like a lot of things I was celebrating were about Lucille mm-hmm. um, or about my business or just even about you. And it's pretty cool that I could, I literally could save this and it's almost like a cool diary. Yeah. Except it's, it's more than just all of my feelings about and details about what I did. It's just, what I felt was important in that time in my mm-hmm. life. And then I'm excited for like the next year where I can see, you know, what am I excited about next year? How right. has it changed and shifted for each season of life? So it's kind of cool. I, so I agree. I think it is kind of like a living journal as you, I've never heard of that before. I've been called a living journal. Yeah. I mean, think it's, it's a different way yeah. of looking at it. You know, a lot of people think of a journal is like at the end of the day, you write down your thoughts or what happened during the day. Uh, something good, something bad. But mm-hmm. I think this is a different way of looking at it. And I think you hit the nail on the head. You say that I said that a lot. So, mm-hmm. and I just said it again. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but it is looking back and remembering what was important for, to you at the time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just as important as journaling your, you know, what you did in the day, what was something good, what was something bad, you know, just depending on what you write about your day. But, uh, you know, for me, you know, having, talking about this now, you know, I'm, I'm excited that I've picked this back up and that I'm doing it again and, and really just reflecting on where I was at the beginning of the year. And it's kind of funny. I mean, the whole pandemic really threw, threw a curveball on, on everything. And, and so like, I almost feel like I have to readjust my yearly goals and say, well, this isn't possible this year just because of this. And, or maybe mm. instead of doing this, I can, you know, focus on this. Um, you know, some things that just popped up, you know, mid, uh, damn, I can't think straight mid pandemic was like, I'm going to put together a farmhouse table for the backyard and I'm still a work in progress. Not a lot of work has happened in the last month, but I plan on picking that back up now that the weather's starting to get a little bit cooler again. And that's become a goal of mine. And now I'm, I'm seeing the finish line on that thing. So I just got to get it done. But yeah, I think it's, helped us reassess some of those things that we thought were important at the beginning of the year. And now other things are more important. Well, now I'm intrigued to hear what your, your goals were that you made for the year. Sure. If you don't mind sharing. Yeah, I don't mind at all. Let me get to that, uh, that yearly goals page. So the first thing I had was take a creative writing course, which that is something I still am planning on doing this year. Um, I'm probably going to do that probably towards the the latter half, maybe towards November when things slow down a little bit. 
Um, attend a growth conference. Well, I'm going to have to find a virtual one rather than going to one in person. Yeah, that's really so yeah. possible. Absolutely. Yep. Another one I had was date nights two times a month. And I would say that we're still holding that goal. Our date nights, as we've said, just look a little different yeah, and involve Lucille. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. But we have had some opportunities to go out on actual date nights. We have gone out to a restaurant. We've gone away for a couple nights. And, yeah. and so uh, I think we've been able to really kind of accomplish that, whether it's us as a family or you and I together. So that one's a check. We'll put that one in the win column. What did you mean? I should have asked you before by growth conference. Just something that would is going to make me grow in one area. And I didn't really pick a specific area. And I think mm. that was something that I was probably going to look for as far as um, just figuring out an area that I wanted to improve in. So that was what I meant by growth. Do you think you have a better understanding of like what area you want to, I guess, invest Planning. in? Planning. <laughs> Goal planning. <laughs> All Goal right. planning. Okay, carry on. <laughs> um, travel to s- at least six new places. And I think by that. Oh, I think you you can check that off. Yeah. Yeah. We've definitely done that. Yeah. Even if it's like a new restaurant or I mean, I didn't know how specific you were, but I mean, we visited a couple new places in Virginia. Mm-hmm. And I think it was more along the lines of like different areas. Like, you know, we were going to go out to Colorado. We were going to mm-hmm. go out to, to Oregon. We were potentially going to go to Stanford and, and all this kind of crazy stuff. Was it Stanford? No, Berkeley. 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 Yeah. California. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So there's, that's what I think I had. It was like more along the lines of, of places way outside. So I would count Charlottesville as one of those places because we've never been by there. So, yeah, I'm working towards that. I think we can say that we've checked it off. Again, it's kind of changed because of COVID. Mm-hmm. So I'd say that's in the win column. Yeah. Huh. You're going to laugh at this one. Oh, no. Start a raised vegetable garden. <laughs> that did not happen. That thing's been in the works for a couple of years yeah. now. Yeah, so maybe I'll get my button gear and when I buy the stuff for the bench for the um for the table in the back, maybe I'll buy some extra wood to just put those things together so that I have more, no more excuses. <laughs> you do you boo. Yeah. Improve curb appeal of the house slash yard. I love that you have these like house aesthetic goals. I, those are I so love cute. It. So I'd say I, I've started that. It needs to be finished because I've created new mulch beds. Mulch beds. They just need to have plants in them. So I'd say I'm halfway there on that one. I just got to go out and, and get the shrubbery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> shrubbery? And last but not least, and I'm slacking on this one too, is read at least one book a month. I've Ooh. probably read one book this year. <laughs> That, I feel like that's a pretty heavy goal for being the parent of a toddler and working full time. I'm realizing that. And not having a commute. Yeah. Um, we would, you would have to get really creative and maybe think about audiobooks, perhaps. I feel like you would probably have a much better chance yeah. of accomplishing that. Or, you know, when you crawl in bed, that's instead what of I looking on your it. phone, you know. Yeah. I have an hour before bed that I can probably do Read it. a book. Yeah. It smells like an you excuse. need an accountability person, babe. Yeah. Because if you think about the two goals that you can think you can check off, they involve me. 
That's true. Isn't that something? Well, I'll be damned. Mm. <laughs> there you heard it, folks. I am. Uh, I need some accountability. I'm a slacker. And it's, I don't say it's slacker. It just you just got to know yourself. And it's like, hey, if I know I need someone to like keep me accountable for this, I kind of treat this journal as an accountability partner. Like when I write it down, it's like I have to stick with it. Mm. So for me, it's like I don't need that as much. But some people, some people need that, yeah. and that's cool. And it's. Partly, I think it's the the couple of months that I stopped doing this. I, I stopped looking at my goals and it just escaped me, you know, and that's so you get two different perspectives here on Simplified Chaos. You get Jill, who is a great goal setter and somebody who is following through on this. And then you get me, who I have the best intentions. And it just shows that when you when you don't look at your goals every day, it makes it a lot harder to accomplish them. So I think this is a good case study right here. It is. I like hearing the different perspectives and just kind of even this episode forces us to kind of look back at it to see, is it working or is it not working right. and why isn't it working? So it brings up a lot of interesting questions on like even for you, like you can even think back, was this planner good for you? Like this planner was great for me mm-hmm. format wise. I don't know if you enjoyed it as much or if it was just because of COVID and work just I, I did. overwhelmed the hell like, out I mean, of I was, you. I'm looking at this and I filled it all out. I was filling out the goals okay. and, and it just stopped right around then. I mean, it. I, I think I was really thrown off that first month and then I forgot about it after that first month. Like it was just sitting, I think, on the dining room table and I just never passed it. And then finally I brought it downstairs to, to my workstation and is when I started using it again. But it was a solid two to three months that I just forgot about it. And part of it, that first month, I was just so in flux, you know, just wondering what it's what this whole situation is going to be like adjusting to working at home. Absolutely. It was and and I, you know, I'm kind of kicking myself in the butt for not doing it and keeping up with it because I think it would probably made things a little bit easier during that time, too. So, yeah, I mean. I do need an accountability person. I probably should have spoke up about that, but no, it's we're talking about it now and yeah. it's never too late. It is never too late. And I will say it was difficult. I think when I did miss a couple weeks, it was when we switched to distant learning. So there was mm-hmm. like a buffer period where I as well like had a week where I skipped and then did it and then had another week and then I realized it and it was more challenging, but once I pushed through it, I think I used this as an outlet to kind of really help me get focused and be less overwhelmed when it did switch to that. Yeah. So I will say that this kind of was a saving grace for me as then it kind of helped me process the overwhelm and process the different changes that were occurring in life. And, um, you know, the great thing about this planner and Inconvolt is the the creator of this yes. planner and by no means is like, are they an advertiser or anything like for us? Like we, I just want to preach about this company because this planner, I feel like because of the questions that ask about like, what do you want to celebrate this week? Mm-hmm. Like what went well? I think that has been adding to my confidence and who I am as a person because I can celebrate from any levels of small to big mm-hmm. things. And most of them are small things. And I can see like myself growing in just making decisions and when I talk to people and not caring about what people think. So I'm seeing a change in my overall how I carry myself as well because of this planner. Like I feel yeah. like it's it's more than a goal setting planner. You know, it, it's it's creating a lot more positive changes that I'm noticing now. That's what it, when I saw that I, it 
popped up on my Instagram feed and I kept on seeing this thing and I was like, I looked more into it and I was like, this really aligns with what we value and, and really is going to get us to think. And I was thinking of you, especially I was like, you know, you would love this. <laughs> so I was like, F it. I'm pulling the trigger. I'm buying, I'm buying one for her and I'm buying one for me. And we're going to, we're going to set some goals for this year. I'm so excited you did it. It was like the the greatest. Usually impulse buys aren't the best, but Oh, I it was an impulse. I I probably looked at that thing over the course of 4 nice. weeks before I I bought it. Like I'm well, I'm I'm very much not an impulse buyer. Like I I follow the rule of at least waiting 24 hours if not longer before making a, a purchase. But it was just one of those things that it kept on popping up and and you know, good for Instagram marketing and stuff like that and and paid advertising but it was just something that i was interested in and of course other planners and stuff came up and i looked at those too but this one is the one that i just kept on coming back to and i was like this is it you know we're gonna we're gonna experiment with this one it has this cute little ribbon attached to it for like a bookmark does it does oh shit i only thought one for the first half of the year and one for the second half of the year or whatever you want to do i just switched to the the other ribbon today and i don't know why i didn't think about doing this sooner like my whole business, like right now, my program is about simplifying meals for people. And I keep preaching, like having a plan for the week makes it like makes me a happier person because I know what's expected mm-hmm. and everything else just kind of falls in place when I know like the main meals I want to have. This is the same purpose. It's like when I can set intentions for the week, a week at a time, everything just feels easier and less stressed. And yeah. when chaos does come, it's like, oh, that's all right. I can squeeze it in here. Like. There's something about just setting intentions, weekly intentions, just make me feel more at ease with mm-hmm. everything going on in life, even with this whole COVID situation. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. And for me, like my schedule and planning when it comes to my schedule has never been an issue. Like I usually use I mean, for work, I have Outlook and then for personal life, we have Google. I use Google, but I'll also, you know, it's also there's something about writing things down. And so I also use this as something that I can go to, to to write in my schedule. So yeah, it may seem redundant, but it keeps me on track. And so I think part of that time, like when COVID was going down, I was just like, well, I can't do shit. Oh, your mindset changed. Yeah, I think my mindset changed. Now that I'm really kind of reflecting on that, it's like, I can't do shit. I mean, my Google calendar still doesn't have much in it because we don't plan too much because we don't, you know, we're kind of taking things week by week. Um, And then I had my work calendar which I, you know, live and die by that thing. I mean, it's where I put my task and everything as well. But uh, I think that was part of the reason why I might have uh, slacked a little bit for uh, a while. But this is really, you know, that's a great part of it. But I think it's really the goal setting. And and like you had mentioned, like reflection and and gratitude and whatnot that really makes it special. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm glad that I picked it back up and looking for a better way to end the, uh, last four months of the year here i got you bill you do got me i got you too (laughs) all right was anything else you wanted to add or are we ready to get into some resources uh let's dive into some resources all right okay the the planner (laughs) (laughs) so well we could put that in there too we will but also i found actually on the website ink and volt um they have a blog and they, as every good company should as every good company should and the title of this blog was called why you need to get a head start on your 2021 goals now Ooh, so we should buy our 2121 
planner 2021 <laughs> 2021. So I'm going to read a little bit um, from this blog and it's kind of already putting me in motion about like thinking about next year. All right, here we go. January 1st is when most of us set our New Year's resolutions and goals, but January might not be the ideal time for activating your goals. In fact, jumping right into your New Year goals can risk burnout or even lead to abandoning your goals a month into the new year. Mm -hmm. Goal planning and building new routines takes time. Think about it in terms of running a marathon. If you were going to run a marathon, you wouldn't start prepping, preparing the day before. You would have a long-term plan and build up to it. Another reason to start reflecting on your goals now is that advanced planning can help you cope when life throws a few curveballs along the way. This year has been a challenging and unpredictable one, to say the least. While we can't always control or predict our lives, we can learn to adapt and then use these challenging moments to redefine and support our goals. By planning our 2021 goals now, we have time to see what's working and what's not, then recalibrate as necessary. Goal setting can also bring us a sense of comfort during this stressful time, which it totally did for me. <laughs> and 2021 goals seem too far away to consider. Then you, if 2021 goals seem too far away to consider, then you can try simply reframing your goals into something that you look forward to in general. As human beings, we thrive when we're learning new things and challenging our minds. Having new goals in place can give us something to be excited about and have beneficial impacts on our confidence. Holy cow. I feel like I didn't even read this like entirely, but now I'm like, yep, yep. <laughs> These all happen to me. They don't have to be tied to a specific time period like the new year to be meaningful. Yep. Your goals don't even have to be big. A small or medium-sized goal that gives you a sense of accomplishment is just as valuable as a major life goal. Holler. Mic drop. So, and that's that's very true. And I think a lot of us cram in the goal setting at January. And it does risk burnout. And it does risk us from not accomplishing our goals because it just seems like too much. Think about successful companies they're planning out you know three five years ahead but their real planning for 2021 is happening right now like mm -hmm. it is you know i'm already preparing for our 2021 conference schedule and, and our 2021 uh calendar of events you know it's just something we have to do now because if we wait until december or even january to do it i mean you're scrambling and yeah you do burn out so do this to treat your, again, treat yourself like you treat your business, you know, and, yep. and plan ahead. And so, yeah, start thinking about 2021 right now. And, you know, it's 2020 has been 2020. I mean, what else can you say about it? But um, again, you know, it's we, we can't we got to stop thinking of like, well, 2020, this is the worst year ever. We can start thinking about 2021 right now and just, you know, starting where we're at today. Well, I like that. Even they said like what you're looking forward to in general, like mm -hmm. if you can't really think of specific goals, like what are you looking yeah. forward to next year? Traveling. Yeah. Hopefully um, getting on a damn airplane. <laughs> well, maybe our next date night, if we're, we have some alone time, maybe we can like do some goal planning together or something. we have some alone time. Well, Jesus. <laughs> maybe we have to put in goal planning time during a sex time. Okay. <laughs> You'll be like, I'll get those goals done real quick yeah. so we can get to the other part. That's right. <laughs> All right. And how about that quote of the day, Jilly? I had so many quotes, but I will just <laughs> pick one. All right. So many to choose from. This quote is by Pablo Picasso. Good old Pablo. Oh, gosh. I'm going to paint this picture for you. Oh, okay? Jesus. <laughs> 
Our goals can only be reached through a vehicle of a plan in which we must fervently believe and upon which we must vigorously act. There is no other route to success. Boom. Mic drop. Before there was a mic. Before the, oh, because. Pablo did not have a mic to drop. Paintbrush drop. Oh, there you go. (laughs) Clink. (laughs) Jesus. We're so cheesy. I love it. And how about that take action challenge there, Jilly? So your take action challenge today is just to find a tool, any tool, to write what you want out of life and then just use it consistently and then just enjoy the benefits that come with it. Usually you use a pen to write. but I meant like a planner or... I'm teasing. Even if it's like your phone, you know, whatever it is. Find a pencil. (laughs) Jeez. Actually, find a pen. Make it permanent. I do use a pen for mine. Oh, I do too. Makes me feel real professional. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't like the pencil stuff in. It's a nice gel pen. But I do get pissed off when I uh, when I screw up something and I have to scratch it out. It's OCD. I'm okay with it. I know. I think I actually enjoy writing in it every week because of the pen is just, it writes so smoothly. So find a really fucking yeah. good pen, guys. Find a quill a pen. really good planner and just start doing it. There you go. <laughs> All right, pen. folks. Well, that's going to do it for today's episode. If you like this episode, please do us a favor and help us spread the message. You can do this by writing review or simply by sharing this episode with a friend. And remember, sharing sparks a conversation. Conversation leads to action. And action is how we're able to live a happy and intentional as hell lifestyle. We want to thank you all for listening today, and we will see you again next week. See you later, everybody.